Hi. This podcast is intended to help create more positivity in the world because it takes each person's continued positive actions to create lasting positive reactions. Always seek your medical care provider or your support system prior to making any mental health changes. I believe in treating everyone as equals. When no laws are being broken and no children are being harmed, especially. (laughs) You could be wearing stripes and polka dots and a clown wig. What I see is what is inside that really matters and the energy that is being shared, which I hope is only love and joy to those around you. Spreading positivity and love and light is extremely important during these times right now. Please consider slowing down, diminishing your one-time-use plastics, and please live with this planet, not just on it. For this podcast, I am going to discuss with you meditation. It is very true that there are two sides of energy, light and dark. If you have followed me so far, you would get that dark energy is weak or less energy. This energy takes a lot more work to keep going, and it usually causes harm to everyone, not just those it's aimed at. Meditation is meant to be a time to allow your spirit to reach out and connect with what you are learning in this life and how to improve upon that by connecting it with that spirit level. It is very, very important to always protect yourself with a white light. Do you just imagine it in your head? Whenever I feel nervous at the grocery store, I do not like going to the grocery store. (laughs) I will imagine I am surrounded by a white light and it helps me get my tasks done. I will envision myself glowing white light and love and acknowledging that I am a being of light and love. Some call this being a light keeper. You are a light for yourself so much that you can help others find their own inner light. That light is made up of positivity and will only create good when followed with the universal laws. The laws of the universe are 12. They are worded differently all over the internet, but essentially all mean the same thing. We can discuss these laws later, or please check out my website, southwestmystic.net. I have a link to a nicely written interpretation of the universal laws. Um, And please know that they are called universal laws because they apply to everything. Some people will light a candle, a white candle, and allow that light to surround and protect them before they meditate. I say to myself, I protect myself with positive energy and ask that positive energy and unconditional love only be allowed near my spirit. So now I've mentioned the importance of and how to protect your spirit. It's pretty simple. And staying positive is certainly a key. Now I will go over meditation and the basics of how it works for me. It works differently for everyone. 
Some people are simply born with a natural understanding of what life is about and can more easily connect into that spiritual side. My dad explained to me that he will meditate but not see any images or hear any voices. He has heard voices, though, but not from meditation. He has angels, and he has told me he has seen Jesus. My mom is the same way. She has never discussed meditation with me, but she firmly explains her encounters with angels and guiding voices. For me, I feel my meditations can be a bit over the top sometimes, and I have no idea what images I am seeing or what I am hearing. And I will tend to start repeating back guidance I hear, interrupting. (laughs) And this is tough for me because I am a classic interrupter. And for those of you who know me personally, I apologize for that. So my experiences of meditation as an adult um, have been extremely different because as I'm in this this age where I've matured much more than my high school meditating self, I notice that these meditations are much more profound and meaningful, and I'm able to connect the dots easier of what is going on. I have always participated in active meditation. How I explain this is by um, going on a run. I love trail running or hiking. I haven't been trail running so much lately. I've just been hiking. And hiking is a little bit more difficult to actively meditate because I could easily pick up my phone and look at it and such. So if I put myself into more of a cardiovascular state, I find that that active meditation works better. Um, and I, I always, always exercise outside when I'm doing that. And it might be another big reason why I love it so much. But active meditation is by far one of my favorite parts of life. And it's one of the reasons I live is for that exercise. It allows my brain and my body a time to release and feel free. We need to know how to control our brains a little better, how to use our bodies and our brains better as a human civilization so that we don't fall into more controlling tactics or continuing support for things that are wrong in this world. To fix something such as the climate crisis and the horrific politicians and waste of our money that's taking advantage of us, (laughs) it doesn't mean add more. It means we need to clean it up and then see what we can do. It doesn't mean start considering adding computer chips into our brains. Why would we consider that if people don't even know how to use their body right now? It's, It's a tactic for sheep. I don't I don't agree with it at this point in time. doesn't mean I'll never agree with it. It just means that there's more work to be done on a human level and a planet level. <laughs> so meditation go, is um, going within yourself and finding calm, unconditional love and peace. A half hour each day at a minimum is the ideal start. Having a comfortable sitting area works best. Laying flat works if you can stay awake. Keep your hands on your chest and your legs uncrossed. Ensure you are, if you are sitting in a chair, you have both feet flat on the floor. 
if you are sitting on the floor, the lotus position or kneeling into a small stool works best. A candle or a crystal with the energy needed can help prep your area and your mind for the focusing. Please check out my website, southwestmystic.net, or my YouTube introductions at Southwest Mystic. On my website, I also put a couple of links for a great site that sells a lot of meditation pillows, um, stools, candles, statues, a lot of things that could really help get your mind into that dimension. It is very important to start every session by surrounding yourself by visualizing a white light. Start from within your chest or your mind. I kind of do like a big long strand between my chest and my mind and I let that light radiate outward, expanding into and including your pets, your home, your cars, your work, your loved ones. This is a simple way to send positive energy into the world and ensure you are protected while you meditate. Dark energy does exist, but a key is knowing that light energy is much more powerful. I personally do not set a timer when I meditate, but you may wish to. I would suggest a gong or a gentle alarm. I notice when I meditate, I come out of them almost exactly at the half an hour every single time. So your your body might begin to work like that. Some great starter items for meditation include a pillow, a stool, and some candles. When I first started, I used a sound machine with ocean waves. I also had to use a blindfold because my eyes do not shut all the way. I also use a small space heater or a fan on low to ensure the room stays comfortable. And I keep a comfortable set of clothes next to my meditation area so that I don't have anything that would be constricting on my diaphragm area while I'm breathing or that might distract me. I keep a journal in front of me and next to the candles and crystals. Sometimes I stop in the middle of my meditation to write something down that seems important. Sometimes I skip it. It depends on the inspiration and the knowledge coming through. I ensure that the walls in front of me are blank and that everyone knows I would like to not be disturbed. When you first start to meditate, you may or may not see images. The first time I meditated after a long break, I saw all sorts of images. It was like a parade. I saw my spirit guides. I saw my lucky charms or lucky spirits. They're like spirit guides, but they're smaller and they're in animal form. Um, Some of mine aren't animal form. Some of mine look like the face on those Easter Island rocks. Sometimes I get one of those faces and he blinks once for yes and twice for no. Um, He only comes through occasionally, but when he does, it's really profound because that's not something I would have chosen. (laughs) Um, Another one of my, um, I call them lucky charms, is a dragon. And he will 
fly around in front of me and he will fly certain directions for certain meanings. And usually he'll fly into something or he'll fly and then look at me like, you got it? Got it? It's it's profound. It's very cool. I want to say it's like a wushu dragon like in um, that Mulan Disney movie, but it looks very, it looks different. But that's kind of like the shape and such. Um, another another spirit totem that I have is an elephant, and sometimes the elephant is super dressed up and very very big, and sometimes the elephant is very very small and innocent looking. Um, so it really depends on the message that's being sent to me. They have different ways of communicating to me. And if I don't understand, I say, can you please clarify? I don't understand. It's that simple. Or please keep telling me. Please keep telling me. If I'm having a really hard time and I'm meditating and the negative or the sadness keeps trying to sweep over me, I will send into the ethers, into my spirit world, I say, send me a light to guide me. Send me a light to guide me. Send me a light to guide me. Because when I say it three times, I'm making it more powerful of a statement. And I'm making it very clear that I need a light to guide me. Because sometimes it's very difficult to get through those down feelings when you're feeling depressed or anxiety or just feeling like everything is flipped over upside down (laughs) and you don't know which way is the right way anymore. Even when you think you see something or you think you hear something, acknowledge it as such and allow your mind to go with the flow and accept what is going and coming in. Have faith in yourself. Feel comfort in yourself. Allow your mind to go freely and wander freely. Don't interrupt it. Just allow it to happen. There are different hand gestures that you can do to create mindfulness to help guide you and focus on your intent with your meditation. I usually keep my palms up and I mentally proclaim I am ready to receive good. Anytime I feel any unease, I repeat my protection and blessing and remind myself that the positive energy is greater than any negative energy. You say that however you feel works for you. So I discussed getting those lucky totems or spirit guides or spirit totems. Um, I will also get symbols and shortcut ways to communicate or help guide my decisions. Numbers, gestures, words, shapes. Learning the basics of what the numbers 1 through 9 mean in numerology can help you expand your experience or something handy to look up after. I suggest stick with one source in numerology. That way you start to slowly memorize them. Because when you meditate, you will absolutely start getting numbers. Um, I will get number four a lot. And this makes sense because my partner is a life path four. I also get a two a lot, which is one of my life paths is a two and an 11. And then sometimes when I do some light work for like a sick friend um, or a sick acquaintance, I will start getting numbers and I don't understand them or I'll start getting shapes. 
And if I look up those numbers and shapes and explain them to whoever I was doing the meditation for or the light work for, they are almost always like, oh, that's this, this, and that. Wow. So please just listen to it. Even if it feels like an inkling, like I think I felt the number one, write it down. <laughs> you you just go with it. Go with it. Be like water. That's Bruce Lee. <laughs> So approach meditation as a way to have only one calm thought, which is still very busy, but your body will respond and slowly you will build a spirit mental environment. This is the more that you meditate, the better that spirit mental environment gets. This place is calming and perfect and just for you. It might be your grandma's kitchen. It might be a creek in the woods. It is your perfect place. Best examples, one of my favorite movies, Happy Gilmore, his happy place. Boom, there it is. <laughs> That's your home turf, your home base for your meditations. The more, me the more you meditate, the more spots like that you can come up with. And it will help to calm and contemplate and expand your mind for that mood. Like for me, I have a giant beach with palm trees that I meditate at every single day, every day I'm there. Sometimes though, I feel more comfortable being beside a small creek near Sedona where the sand isn't as sandy, it's more like a mud and it just feels nice and cool and there's grass nearby. Um, another place I have is, it sounds silly, but it's like in a, it's like in a hammock and there's really nothing else there. It's just like a cocoon feeling and I can't help but feel that I'm in the spirit of the trees because the way I get wrapped up and cocooned and I feel filled with a green light and I just feel soothed. And it's an amazing, amazing place to take yourself when you're having a very difficult time mentally. It's almost like a regeneration just for bad energy, and it works. You'll start to find these different spots and these different ways to calm and expand your mind in a positive direction. You always decide which direction you go. Thomas Edison invented the light bulb and he made no secret of it that he thought of it in his head, that he would take it apart and put it back together in his head. And he did this a thousand times before he got to his invention. That was his mental plane. That was his beach. That was his night with tons of stars. That was what led to great success and a turning point for humankind. Meditation is so much, and just by building that home turf where you contemplate and solve, even if you don't get much deeper than that, when you meditate, that in itself is a beautiful place to be. You will start to note that there are different levels of meditation, and it takes forward spiritual momentum to get to some of them. Like for me, getting into the lotus it's not so much a lotus as it is like this giant white 
that's outlined like petals. There's like outlines of petals, but it's more like a crystalline white. And you can stay in that presence and it feels so good. It almost feels like when you're sitting in a perfect hot tub on a perfect night and every single thing is perfect. It just feels perfect. And you can mentally make a choice to stay there and just meditate in that perfection. Or you can move out of the lotus and you'll start seeing triangles and geometric shapes and I will aim for the middle of the triangle and go through the triangles and I will start getting into different complicated designs. I've seen that, I I think it's called a Galileo, I don't know what it is. It's some guy who's, it's a drawing of a guy with a circle around him and his arms kind of flap. That, I've seen that guy when I meditate. I don't know, I do not know what that means. One time I intentfully meditated through him instead of just like, what is that? And looking, I meditated through him. I felt like that guy represented a wheel and it felt like a karma-based type of a wheel. And I am not quite sure what it was, but if we start talking about it more and we all start realizing that we all get these meditation visions and hear things and that they're only aimed for the positive, the more that we can share about these situations and these things, the more we can start to truly understand. Because there is a lot of research out there and there is a lot of ideas of what these things are. But unless we all can come together and feel comfortable collectively discussing it, we're just going to go in circles. That's the only reason I'm really sharing all of this because it seems very personal to me. (laughs) Today, I would like to dedicate this podcast to the elephants. I know I tend to repeat my dedications a bit, but the African elephant is an amazing, amazing creature. They are very loving, very caring, very large, (laughs) and they need our support to help them to stay alive on this planet and to continue living with this planet and inspiring us to do the same as we have been blatantly ignoring our planet and treating it like an object instead of part of us like it is. Meditation will change your life for the better and raise your confidence to be your best self. It will help you believe in yourself and what life really is. Meditation is just one part to success in life. It also takes the right actions. So please think about those animals that also meditate in this world, such as the elephants, the fish, the snakes, the cats, the dogs. They meditate also, and they self-medicate also. Please know we're not so much different. I'm also dedicating this podcast to all of the kids, teenagers, and young adults And I hope that they understand that if they are listening to this, the entire purpose is to help them create the best future for themselves right now. I am Mystical Mia. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great week.